Hello, this is the Green Corn Rebellion show, and today I'm here with Winter Griffiths, who is running for city council for Ward 1 in the village out here in Oklahoma in the Oklahoma City area. How are you doing today? Doing awesome. Thanks. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Uh, First, can you explain to us where the village is exactly? Absolutely. So we're in Oklahoma City, really close to Lake Hefner. We're completely surrounded by Oklahoma City. So it gets a little confusing if people drive down like Britain Road, for instance. Part of the time you're in Oklahoma City, part of the time you're in the village. But most people don't know when it switches on and off because we're just a three mile city. So you're in and out in no time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's that's why I said earlier to you, whenever we were talking earlier this week, I was like, I'm pretty sure I might have been to the village. I just didn't know I was there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That That's exactly right. <laughs> um, so first question I have here is, where are you from and where did you grow up? Okay, good question. So I was actually born in Tulsa, but I only lived there till I was about three years old. And then I grew up in Southeast Oklahoma City. And then, um, yeah, I was in Norman for a little bit, but Northwest Oklahoma City has really been home my entire adult life. And um, even before I lived in the village, I only lived like a few miles outside of the village. So that kind of, that area over by Lake Hefner has really been home for me. That's cool. Um, And what made you want to run for the seat? Um, so last year in the 2020 general election, we saw a lot of disappointment in local races as far as like people who lean left or progressives. Um, we had a lot of devastation in local elections with how that went down. And so I just kind of got to that point where I was like, we need more everyday people who have never run for office before just to say, Hey, I care about where I live. I care about the people who live here. So even though I might not seem qualified, I'm going to just step up and run. So I decided when I heard that my ward rep was up for reelection, I was like, this is the time I'm going to do it. So uh, I think it was December. I decided that I was going to run for the ward one seat. That's cool. Um, On your website, platform you talk about improving infrastructure what all does that entail okay so um our city is not very old and as compared to other cities Mm -hmm. um but I, i believe our city charter was written up in the 50s and um i live on the oldest street in our city and it was repaved for the first time ever this year oh wow Yeah. So our streets are jacked up. (laughs) We need to see uh, our city invest in itself and make the roads not only safe, but um, just appealing to the people who live there. The more the city invests, the more the residents invest. And so um, we need it for safety reasons, but also for appeal for the people living there. Um, Like my daughter, we got her a bike for Christmas and until the road was repaved, like I would have to take her out of my street to teach her how to ride a bike. And yeah, so it's just stuff like that, that um, it's making it hard to like live full lives where we're at because the streets are so messed up and we're lacking curbs and there's just not consistency um, in the, in the infrastructure 
things that are happening. Like we get spotty service of where improvements are going to happen. There's not really any answers clearly of why they've chosen that area as opposed to other areas. And we're seeing a lot of city improvements happening in the more affluent parts of our city before anywhere else. And so I living in um, kind of the ward that feels like it's been left behind. That's like a play. We're the oldest part of town. We're getting left behind all the time and I'm over it. Like I'm so over it. So I, that goes into me wanting to run for council. Like ours part of the city needs an advocate. And I decided to do that. Okay. Um, so what are some of your ideas for modernizing the city's charter and why does it need to be modernized? <clears throat> so there's a couple of things. For instance, um, <laughs> when the charter was written, it was written by a group of white men, as most people can imagine. And one of the things they never imagined was a woman sitting on the council. So how our charter is written, even female um, council members have to be referred to as council man <laughs> in all the like official statements, because mm -hmm. that's how our charter dictates it. Um, so there's stuff, stuff like that. That's just like verbiage that needs to change, you know, how we're addressing people. Um, but then also some really like big stuff. So right now, the how the charter is written is that the city council members get to appoint our mayor. It's not for public vote. And so what's been happening is that our city council members have been appointing themselves as mayor. <laughs> so <laughs> they rotate every year and they pass it along uh, amongst themselves. So each ward gets to be the, the mayor for um, one year. Um, so that uh, interesting thing is the man I'm running against, um, he happens to be our current sitting ma mayor as well. <laughs> so um, a lot of times people are like, wait, I thought you were running for city council, not for mayor, because they're confused, even like our residents are confused about how that all works. And yeah. so um, to cut the confusion and to really give the people a voice, um, I want to modernize the charter so that people can vote for their own mayor. Um, and then another thing about the city charter is currently our city council terms are two years, and I'd like to see them set at four years. And the reason for that is when you're like, for instance, if I was elected to council, I'll spend my whole first year really learning the ropes, the budget, you know, what our role is, what our role isn't, that sort of thing, listening to the neighbors and what they really want to see happen. And then I would spend all almost all my second year thinking about reelection. And so in order to really like see things come to fruition, we need enough time to sit on the council to really say like, hey, I campaigned on this. This is how long it took me to actually get that rolling. Here's what we're seeing happen with this. And then people can decide if that works for them or not. And then reelection happens. Um, but right now, two years is not really enough time to, especially with how the budget falls, like in the middle of the year, it's not enough time to really get enough stuff done. So those are just a few of the things about the charter that I would love to see updated. It just needs to be modernized. This is the 21st century and we have council women <laughs> <laughs> and, and things like that. So I want it to reflect that we are also as a city thinking about the future and not just letting the past dictate um, just because it's how we've always done it. That's how we'll continue doing it. Um, I really want us to reflect that we are looking and thinking about the future. All right. <clears throat> um, on your website, you also talked about um, city parks. 
Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So for our three mile city, we have two main roads that cut us east to west. And one of them is Britain Road. And so south of Britain Road is all of Ward 1, which is the ward I would represent, parts of Ward 2 and parts of Ward 3. And there is no city park south of Britain. So we have six city parks and every single one of them is north of Britain. Yes. So there's a large population of us living south of Britain who don't have access to a park in the neighborhood. So let's say like we want to go to a local park in the village. Well, since there's no crosswalks to get north of Britain, (laughs) we would have to drive. So let's say we drive to a park. Only two of our six parks have designated parking spots because the other ones are designated to or to or meant to function as neighborhood parks that you would just walk to from your house yeah so um right now there's a lot of like we had some bond money and they're working on you know new playground equipment planting trees that sort of thing which is really great but i want the park to actually be accessible to the residents so when i think about parks and green spaces i want to make sure that they always stay kept up I'd also like to see us, you know, put in like a recycling initiative, put in recycling bins at all the parks. Um, So there's just like the everyday care that I would love to like make sure continues to happen and not just like when we get the funds for it. Like I want to see that continually uh, us investing in our city that way. But I also want it to be very functional for the people who live here. Like I, my daughter will be nine next month and getting to the park is a bigger chore than it should be for a three mile city. So yeah, I want to work on accessibility. <laughs> All right. Um, you also have a part on your website about equal consideration. Could you tell me what that's referring to? Yes. So South of Britain is kind of treated like the bad part of town, <laughs> which is so obnoxious because we are a three-mile city and we should absolutely be cohesive from top to bottom with equal consideration from the city for improvements for all wards and not just where we're pulling in more money, not just for a certain demographic, but for everyone. It doesn't matter if you own or rent, you should have the same consideration from the city for where you live. And right now that's not happening. Like I said, South of Britain feels like we've been left behind, that the city is moving on without us, that the improvements, like since all the parks are being redone, all of that's North of Britain, you know? Um, But even this last year, um, ODOT came through, they redid and repaved Britain Road. It looks a lot better now, Um, but they only put sidewalks in on the north side of Britain Road, not the south side. So so even if there's like legitimate reasons for that, it's still sending the same message that like, you're south of Britain, you don't matter, you come last. And so for the equal consideration, it's just saying, if we have true advocates for every ward on the council, we're going to start seeing a lot more equal distribution of what's happening in the investment from our city. Okay. And last question I have here is what kind of music do you listen to? Oh gosh, I was so unprepared for that question. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's really good. Okay. So I will listen to everything from, metal to taylor swift (laughs) what metal do you listen to oh why are you asking me this 
Um, I've actually been stuck on a band called I Prevail, which is actually oh, they're good. Yeah, yeah, they actually did they covered a, cover a Taylor Swift song. <laughs> Taylor yeah. Swift song. Yeah. Um, but I've been listening to them a lot in my car when I drive. It's like really, I've listened to metal since I was a teenager, and um, but yeah, I like current hits too. Like I'm, I just really like music, honestly. Like if it's something I can vibe with, like I'm good, good with it. Do you like Limp Biscuit? I probably haven't listened to Limp Biscuit in like a decade, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, are I'm... you a big Limp Biscuit fan? Say that again. You were breaking up a little bit there. Say Did that I again. lose you? Yeah, are you there? Yeah, yeah. Say that again. You were breaking okay. up a little bit. Yeah. I was just wondering, are you a Limp Biscuit fan? Is that why you're asking? Can you see the poster in the back? Wait, ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There yeah. it is. <laughs> yeah. That's the reason why I wear this red hat. Like literally because of Fred Durst. Yeah. Really? That's amazing. Yeah. 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 And I think that's one of those things that music influences us as people and as communities and culture. So I think music is something amazing to bond with people over that maybe you wouldn't even realize like that you would have things in common with. And so, yeah, I'm a music person. <laughs> Were you ever in band in high school or middle school? I was not. I was the girl who would attend all the shows, but have no musical ability myself. <laughs> like I'm like very administrative. So like I would have been a great band manager because I would have like kept everything on track, planned everything perfectly, but have no musical ability myself. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for coming on. Um, yeah. Where can we find you on social media and what is your campaign website? So my campaign website is just my full name, wintergriffiths.com. And then you can follow me on Twitter or on Facebook or Instagram at Wynn Griffiths, W-Y-N Griffiths, my last name. Um, yeah, so I'm pretty vocal on social justice issues just to prepare everyone before you go find me on social media. <laughs> I have lots of opinions that I like to share about current events and what's happening in the news and around our city and our county and things like that. Um, but I'm proud of my stances and um, and everything I feel like standing with the people is the right call, even if it's not the popular call. So yeah, you can find me online. And what day is your election? It's this coming Tuesday, April 6th. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Feeling good, feeling good. <laughs> I'm actually very excited. So we've had a lot of really good like momentum building and people just really catching the vision and wanting something new for our city and it's been exciting so well thanks for coming on yeah thanks for having me